gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to the Meatcast. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'm joined today by Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Uh, so, a little peek behind the curtain for everybody. Uh, Nick just played the theme song, and I couldn't hear any of it. So, it was just like 15, 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> but I, I, knew from the, I knew from the expression on his face that he had from started smiling playing. I was doing. <laughs> I knew that he was playing the theme song, so I didn't want to interrupt it. But now that we're post-theme song, just a fun little anecdote. <laughs> You can decide how fun it is, I guess. <laughs> well, I am now sharing the screen with uh, that should so you should get all future audio, Kyle. Um, but uh, hey, it's uh, I guess this is still the holidays, right? We're still in the smack, right smack in the middle of the holidays. Yeah, we're in that weird in between between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, the the, the time that doesn't really exist whatever you do during this time it's international waters you can you can do anything it's like the purge it's like and then then what happens new year's day are you uh that's when you have to atone for your your sins yeah you still have you you will be facing judgment but it, it would be taking under consideration that you've uh you did it in the in the in between you did times it, you did it in the in between times um are you so New Year's? Are you a big New Year's guy, Kyle? Or are you a, do you party? I do. I do love New Year's. Um, I love the uh, the the reset. You know, I love the the taking stock of the of the year that's passed and what has happened, and then looking forward to what the new version of me is going to be in twenty twenty three. Uh, you know, uh, roughly the same as it was the year before. Maybe <laughs> some slight adjustments. I don't know, but. Yeah, Do you stick like, to your goals? No, I don't I don't even really I'm not even like a resolutions person. <laughs> okay, me neither. I, I just generally I, am like I like thinking about okay, new year, time to just kind of wipe the slate clean and we're going to give this another shot, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh I never think about, I never thought about it as wipe, wiping the slate slate clean. <laughs> that's like that's a good way to think about it, I guess, but I still am obsessing over the things i did wrong and the things i didn't do oh sure and that that never stops yeah let me be clear that that does not end just because the clock ticks over but the actual day like new year's eve day is a time to, full of hope yeah it's time to be hopeful about that and go like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do these things better or i'm gonna try and at the very least just holding space for that in my head i think is it's enough for me, you know? Okay. Well, we'll get more, a little bit more into some New Year's talk, I think, later in the episode. But now let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. This week on Heathcliff. So it is strange. We're, we're still, uh, we're we're post Christmas, but we're still looking at some Heathcliff Christmas comics, like this one from December twenty third. 
Yeah, due to a quirk of the calendar, we have a few uh, Christmas Heathcliffs left, and this one is uh, fine, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I like that. I, well, I guess we should describe it before we, uh, for those that are maybe driving and can't look down at their phones. But do you want me to describe it, or do you like? I, I feel like I monopolize a description sometimes. I, I am happy to take it. Uh, so we we have a street scene here. We're uh, standing on a street corner outside of the gum store, uh, classic Heathcliff store uh, construction, but this time it says gum on it. Uh, and then Heathcliff and the shop owner are standing outside the store looking up at the sky. And what do we have but four reindeer flying away uh, in, in the classic Heathcliff uh, gum bubble pose where they've, they've blown gum bubbles and their arms and legs are dangling dead, making no <laughs> effort towards the flight but the gum is lifting them in the air. And the caption says, for non-flying reindeer. And it's, I, I think they kind of look like they're in, uh, when it, anytime any of these characters are flying with gum, it kind of looks like they're in one of those roller coasters where you kind of just stand, but your feet are dangling. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like you don't but sit yeah. down. I think you start out standing and then once the ride starts, your feet are just dangling. Yeah, your chest, your torso is just kind of strapped in, and everything I else say this, is flying around. This, the Superman roller coaster at Six Flags was like that? The one, or the Six Flags I went to, at least. Fiesta, yeah. Texas. Fiesta, here. Texas. Yeah, that, that sounds right. There was a similar Batman ride at uh, Six Flags Astroworld that had a... That's interesting, because Batman doesn't fly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they they were not too worried about about that. <laughs> I was also terrified of that ride because it was sort of like the the pre-ride queue. It was all kind of designed around Batman Returns. So you would walk through like uh like a sort of like that park that's in that movie. They had like the they had the big rubber duck like yeah. vehicle that the penguin has, but it was like tipped over. Like there'd been some sort of catastrophe. I remember being, you know, whatever, 10 or something and and being absolutely terrified of that. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. That sounds the, awesome, though. The, it was it was cool. It was it was very cool, but it was like, oh, no, I don't know what I'm going to... And then you're like leading into the Batcave. You're like, oh, it's now what's in there? It's dark and scary. It was very, it was very terrifying. So that movie, anyway. <laughs> the, the Penguin, was he like... He was just like a, a deformed child? Yeah, he was born with like flipper hands and 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 a, and a long nose and stuff and his parents left him they put him in a little basket and they sent him floating down the river peewee he herman grew, yeah that's right peewee herman was the dad uh, yeah the the mom was somebody too but i don't remember who it was it was oh, some sexist. not as famous but <laughs> yeah it's completely fair <laughs> um, but he I was raised either. in the sewers uh um, yeah and that's why he like like black stuff just kind of came out of him. <laughs> yeah, that I suppose that is <laughs> not really explained. I mean, I guess the only explanation is that there's like toxic sludge down there that somehow made him more even more deformed uh and and ghoulish. Yeah. But I Did don't we know. say they the, really the caption? 
Uh, was, we did. We did. Okay. I believe we did for non-flying reindeer, which also sort of, it means that these are just regular reindeer. These are not yes. like Santa's reindeer. These are just some reindeer that maybe escaped from the local zoo or or the <laughs> Christmas-themed petting zoo that is <laughs> yeah. at the park or something. Now, do you think... Uh, do you think these non-flying reindeer frequent the gum shop year-round so they can fly year-round, or they just sort of get jealous? Uh, I mean, around Christmas time, it's enough for the shop owner to be saying for non-flying reindeer, like he knows that he's marketing to them. Like, yes. I've got this gum, and these guys, they every year they come and they eat it up. They get, you know, I know I would if there was something that gave me if if there was a peer of mine that had some sort of ability that I didn't have, and there was some kind of snack food or something that I could eat that would give me that ability, I, I'd, I'd be lining up. I'd be lining up around the block. <laughs> yeah, fly? Like a, a, <laughs> Kidding me? If there were, like, a gum that I could chew and it would allow me to, like, write a pilot without getting distracted. <laughs> yeah. That would be. <laughs> yeah, if be I great. could, if I could, um, chew a piece of gum that would allow me to finally put together a solo sketch show that I could tour. <laughs> uh, that would be ideal. So, if it, hey, if anybody out there has anything like that, hit us up heathcliffrecap at gmail dot com. Let us know That's right. about your products. Well, I should say, uh, emails anything at heathcliffrecap at gmail dot com. We'll read anything. We, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, or just, uh, tweet at us, he, at Heathcliff Recap on Twitter. And, of course, uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, we'll, if you do re- review us on Apple Podcasts, we'll read out the review. We're very excited about that. Uh, I love giving you, these Kyle. plugs, uh, like... In the middle of the you know, show? Ten, ten minutes into the show or whatever. <laughs> it's sort of like when a movie drops the title card, like, well into the first <laughs> act. It's like, oh man, that's what a what a ball a bold break from form. I think you know? uh, uh, drive my car was like forty five minutes into drive my car. Yes, that is specifically the one I'm thinking of. I re- I remember seeing that title card and just like absolutely hooting and hollering in the theater. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Not really a hooting and hollering movie, <laughs> especially <laughs> hey, I think it, doesn't it doesn't the the title card come up like after his wife dies or something. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, dear listener, if you were (laughs) saving. (laughs) But yeah, something like that. That is like kind of the the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But again, 45 minutes in, you know, so. All right, well, we should move on. This this one's from Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2022. It's uh, the family, the nutmegs standing in front of their door. It's snowing outside. Heathcliff's walking down the sidewalk with a with a scarf around his neck and they're all four all four of them are wearing hat are wearing yule helmets helmets green helmets that say yule on them and the birds are in the tree in the background they're saying yuletide greetings now this i gotta say is really lazy (laughs) (laughs) there's just there's no joke here to be found it's just you know we're gonna put the helmets on because that's the heathcliff thing that we do I will say I do enjoy Heathcliff's little scarf. I think yeah. it's really cute, and he's got his little snaggle tooth sticking out, and he looks great. The red and the green, the green helmet and the red scarf, it looks good. 
but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not chuckling over here at this one. Yeah, there could have been like some kind of Yule pun or like a something about like because he, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like. Yeah, Yule is like a really easy word to pun. And yeah. then I didn't say that out loud because I I knew that I would have to come up with a Yule pun and I don't have one. Um you'll I you'll have a merry christmas, I don't know. Yeah, it's all it's pretty I guess all of them are, revolve around using Yule in place of Y O U apostrophe L L. My, my my now I'm thinking maybe it, would be, it should be something like because this came out on Christmas Eve maybe something like uh, tomorrow he's gonna be wearing his ham helmet because you know on Christmas Day you have a big Christmas ham that's pretty good I like that a lot yeah okay. that's that's that I, I I enjoy that I would I would have laughed at that if I'd seen it all right we solved it and then on December 25th <laughs> this is a, a Sunday one and it's just a standard right garbage ape <laughs> Nick continues his. Uh, frankly inexplicable hatred of the sunday strips (laughs) you like them i mean they're fine i don't you know i don't think they're any i don't hate them either i just think uh, that much different than the other ones you know it's kind of a chore to recap them compared to the single panels (laughs) oh so this is a purely like selfish kind of but but it's also like this could have been one panel (laughs) Like, you what say is that going, every nothing's, time. Nothing's going on here. It's just the garbage ape walking down the street. I mean, the garbage ape looks great. He always does. And this time he's wearing a scarf and a Christmas and a, like a Santa hat. Uh, I and do, the cats are excited. I do like this. Uh, the the visual of having Heathcliff and the four cats behind him. Uh, smile, lightly smiling, just kind of standing there, and then the next panel is thump thump, jingle jingle. There's no, it's just words yeah. and bells, and then the next panel after that, they're screaming with joy uh, <laughs> because they know the what that thump thump, jingle jingle means. I like that visual. I think that's very funny. And then, and then of course, the nighttime garbage ape comes bounding into frame. And also the visual, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I, this is, they probably have done it this way before, but I recognize the visual of the, the garbage ape hands perfectly perpendicularly extended holding the garbage cans that I've seen before. But then the next panel, he's just sort of shot putting the garbage cans. <laughs> he's just sort of flipped them and thrown them in the air. And I'm sure they've done that before, but I don't know. The visual of that is very funny to me. Also, the I fact that the garbage say, ape has a perfectly blank expression. He's, he's yeah. not smiling or frowning or anything. I do i do like this last panel where the garbage ape is moving on, but he's still got his his arms out to his side, like as though he's like an, doing an airplane motion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, why is he doing that? <laughs> he's still running with, the, with his arms out? Okay. And he's holding like them by the, the lid and they would just fall off. They're not securely so, attached. Yeah. They're not screwed on or anything like that, you know? And even then that's a tenuous, as long as I'm fact checking here, I would like to call your attention to the kitty corner here. Uh, I'm going to read this out loud. Matthew Lombardo of Corum, New York. Welcome. You're thank, thank you're welcome for the free shout out, Matthew. You got it in the paper and in our show. 
says his cat Tony ate a whole apple pie on Thanksgiving. They woke up for leftovers, and the middle of the pie was gone. Well, which huh. is it, Matthew? Did he the eat middle? a whole pie, or did he eat the middle of a pie? Good call out. Matthew, hmm. you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just, one more, just one more question, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> um, I do really love this last pan. I would frame, I would buy this last panel and frame it and put it on my wall for sure it's just merry yeah. christmas it says merry christmas from heathcliff and the garbage ape good and and then heathcliff is sitting on top of one of the garbage cans with the with the fishbone um mm-hmm. i yeah I, I do think it's it's fun that the garbage ape is is this beloved that he shows up in the christmas comic strip he, peter gallagher knows that that's what people want to see for on christmas day when they wake yeah. up the garbage ape has uh, a posse for sure <laughs> and i count myself among them i love him okay so heathcliff's floating away with the bubble gum <laughs> with the, heathcliff's floating away the gum he's got a, a phone out and the gum guys the gum store guy is saying no texting and floating this is pretty good this is this yeah, is more good. like it I, the, the visual again of heathcliff on the phone is is very funny that's good. I mean, we don't need to say anything more. We don't need to break that down anymore. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know about this one. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's describe it. Let's describe it. So we're outside of the uh, Nutmeg's house. Um, we're at the fence uh, that runs alongside their house. And the the there's a band um, playing. The to a guitar, bass, and drum setup. If some looks like some audio equipment, they have a big sign behind them that says Dumpty, which is presumably the name of the band. It's Heathcliff, a couple other cats. Also says Dumpty on the, the bass drum. And uh, they're all wearing egg costumes. Um, and then they're playing to a, a group of cats. And down in front, very, very small in front of the drums, there's a little baby bird that and it's its mouth is open and it's got little sound lines coming out of it and watching from the window is the entire nutmeg family well i guess not the entire nutmeg family but uh, you know most of them that we know and uh iggy uh has his mouth open and he's saying there's a chick in the band (laughs) yeah there's a chick in the band I I will say the pun is awful, but I do like that the bird is just a tiny little regular bird. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a little chick. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a little it's a little chick. I want. Yeah, is that a phrase? Like, do people say that a lot? There's a chick in the band. Um, no, I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. i mean it's you know, well seen- no that's not true i mean i guess there's a thing of like you know like i mean it's it's sort of passe and a little sexist now i think but like chick rock you know stuff like that it, it there's there's like a a thing about that and i guess like it, it used to be like oh wow one of the there's one of the one of the people in the band is a is a woman that's interesting mm. The lead singer's a woman, but the rest of the band is all men. Or like uh um, yeah, unusual. Or all Smashing eggs. Pumpkins had had a female bassist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, we've grown more accustomed to those those things here in twenty twenty two. 
Yeah, it used to be, but I feel like it used to be at a, everybody was a man, everybody's a woman <laughs> in the band, right? Yeah, and if your band was uh, all women or had a had a woman that was a vo- the lead vocalist or something, it was like that's the thing about your band. You know what I mean? Like that's they're selling you on that. It's the only thing people are gonna like want to talk to you about. The woman, the front uh, person has to be like a big personality and they're going to be, it's all, it's only going to be about them, you know, which I guess that's kind of the way Iggy still feels. So Iggy is, you know, canceled. He's, he's canceled. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bottom line. Cause meat cast said so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's, I don't know about this. He was walking away from the pet supplies store. The, the guy, in the pet supplies store shop owner or whoever runs it. So whoever's behind the counter is saying no one uses flea collars. So he, I guess he uses a flea cape instead of a flea collar. Did I say Heathcliff has a cape that says flea on it? I, I don't think so. Uh, and it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to call out the fact that the name of the store is just called Pet Supplies, which is like, you know, I know we just, in Heathcliff where we just named the store after the thing that it, it is, but... I, for some reason, this one is like sticking in my craw a little bit more of like, it's just called pet supplies. I also think like there's a world where it was pet store, but then Peter Gallagher was like, well, no, people are going to think they sell pets. They just sell pets there. They're not going to get that they're selling pet supplies. So I'll just call it pet supplies and I'll draw a bunch of pet stuff in the window. (laughs) Yeah. It's also like, we we looked at the the character page from Heathcliff, character like Heathcliff.com, it lists all the characters from the comic shop. And the only store owner that that is listed on the page is um Mr. Schultz, the manager of the local fish store, the Elite Fish Market. But we never see that store. We always see the meat store, we see the gum mm-hmm. store, we see the pet supply store now. We we never see the fish store. Is this guy is that is this that guy? Do they just have the one shop owner and they just happen no. to list him? Mr. Schultz looks, guy. Has, has blonde hair and a blonde mustache. Hmm. Interesting. Because this guy looks, I think, pretty much exactly like the guy from the gum store. And I know I've seen him before. Oh, pretty no. Close. I guess it is a the gum I guess store. Yeah, a different the gum guy. Store. Yeah, different guy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, so we did put this in our Heathcliff recaption contest. Uh, Twitter page and we got a few replies four likes 279 views likes to view ratio not that great but, but we did have a couple people responding <laughs> with their own suggested thanks captions. to Elon for introducing an entirely <laughs> new way to be embarrassed by the underperformance of a tweet we had a uh, big crumbus who's who suggested an alternate <laughs> caption uh, that's uh, at Nell at Nell three underscore big crumbus he suggested as an alternate caption, I don't think he knows what happens at a flea market. <laughs> Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, we had Meat Tank Enthusiast at Meat Tank Gaming who suggested this superhero trend is really getting out of hand. That's just true. You know, <laughs> they're just right about that. Uh, we had Vinod Shankar uh, at Almost a Ghost um, who suggested... With great power comes great responsibilities. You like that one? I'm watching Nick throw the like and the retweet on that one right now live. 
I do like that one. I just I I that one came in just twenty minutes ago, so I didn't have a chance to like and retweet it earlier. But I, I like and retweet all the replies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at Wario Poet at D, he said, "Not the one dot dot dot. Not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him because he can take it because he's not our hero. He's a silent guardian." Dot 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 dot. So the idea is, I guess that uh, as uh, that the pet supplies owner is in the middle of a monologue as as Heathcliff is walking by and we only hear part yeah it's the harvey dent uh dark knight you know a watchful protector or i mean i guess it's commissioner gordon whatever it doesn't matter but uh yeah i i like all of these uh i think i don't think he knows what happens at a flea market is probably my personal favorite um okay. <laughs> nick's undoing the like and retweet on them I realize I liked and retweeted it from the wrong account. I liked and retweeted it from the Toilet Garfield account. <laughs> Wait, I, this, this is my first time hearing about at Toilet Garfield. I don't know about Toilet. You don't know about Toilet at Toilet Garfield. I don't. I don't know about at Toilet That's Garfield. That's a viral Twitter account from my, when we started my previous podcast, Hungry Cat Daily, where uh, it we does. The third oh, panel of every Garfield comic strip with a, a toilet thinking, I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that, you know, there's probably a lot of overlap between the Hungry, Hungry Cat Daily audience and this podcast. But for those that don't know, uh, when Nick says a viral Twitter account, it is in the bio uh, <laughs> of the Twitter account. It just says new viral Twitter account. <laughs> 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 um, but um, who, who are we? We're, so we're we're just saying Big Crumbus is our winner today. That's my pick personally. I don't think he knows what happens at a flea market because it it fits. You know, it feels like a Heathcliff caption, and I also like the idea that he it you know Heathcliff is like putting on his flea cape to go to a flea market. It's just kind of esoteric and weird enough to feel like uh, a real Heathcliff caption. So shout out to Big Crumbus. I like it too. Big Crumbus. Um, at Nell3 underscore. <laughs> um, but okay, so our, our, the last trip we're going to look at today, December 29th, today came out. Uh, and it's uh, Heathcliff sitting in front of a sign on in the lawn that says, Beware of Bro. He's wearing a bro helmet. A man is walking a dog. The dog and the man are both wearing bro helmets, and uh, the birds in the tree are saying, we need helmets, bro. Yeah, this is so confusing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Peter Gallagher loves the word bro. I mean, he's right. It's a funny word. It is a funny word. Uh, and I say it all the time. I started doing a thing where I've been saying it ironically in a lot of situations, and now I just now it, the lines are blurred. I'm just saying it all the time to friends i'm calling my friends bros like unironically and you know i wish i could get out of it but i can't um anyway the point is the sign says beware of bro heathcliff is sitting on the lawn in the bro helmet so then you're thinking like okay heathcliff is the bro the sign is meant to warn you away from heathcliff he might scratch you or something uh, but then the dog and the, and the dog owner walking by in the bro helmet is like, what, uh, what, what, why, what does that have to do with this? Yeah. And why? So obviously they don't have to be aware of bro, right? No. But yeah. And also why would anybody have to be aware of bro? Because it, 
if he's a bro, he that he's cool, right? Like yeah, that's the whole cool, idea. I'm not I'm not gonna be scared of a bro. A bro no. is some somebody there with a, a warm embrace and a cold beer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm always saying. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I guess the idea is that the birds want the bro helmets, so they don't have to be scared of the bro. <laughs> Honestly, I th- if you just get rid of this beware bro sign, the whole thing is solved. I'm totally good if it's just <laughs> Heathcliff and these random people walking by have the bro helmets and the birds being like we need help we need helmets, bro. That is fine with me. The the sign is where we start getting it. It adds this layer of like ah, this is I don't know if we need this, you know. Yeah. We already have the unusual thing, which is a bro helmet. And then adding this the sign is like it's it's confusing the game of what we got going on here and we can just cut it. So Kyle about this comic, you would say that bothers me. I would say that bothers me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, In fact, I'm saying it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into our next segment. This is another, I'm going to be trying to record this, uh, musical intro live. <laughs> let's see how it goes. <laughs> Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Tweet Cliff. Okay, so this segment is called Tweet Cliff. <laughs> and it's where we take a look at a popular Heathcliff Twitter account and just kind of uh, discuss it a little bit. This today, so I wanted to talk about um, at Real Heathcliffs, which is just a Twitter account that just posts. The days, the, the, the today's actual Heathcliff comic, uh, the name of the account yeah. is actual Heathcliff comics, and the bio just says real, actual, unedited Heathcliff comics, not affiliated with Heathcliff in any way, just a fan, run by at Connor Clang, and this this is a huge account, it has forty three point six k followers. I mean that's not I huge. Follow, I mean, this is pretty big, the, right? I know I know there are bigger pretty, accounts, but yeah, that's that's pretty big. I, this is how I get my Heathcliffs. Is is. Mm-hmm. I primarily see them through this Twitter account. And uh, it really is just the, the day's Heathcliff. And I, I, he maybe replies to some stuff and, and, and does a few other things. Maybe, but it mostly, mostly is just him posting the current day's Heathcliff. But so I thought this would be a fun point to say, well, let's see what the best, the top Heathcliff comics from 2022 were. Because we're nearing the end of the year. Uh, mm. In terms of likes on at real Heathcliffs. Yeah, let's take a look. Um, so one of them is from June 17th, 2022. We can take a look at that one. This one had, I think this was the top for the year, and it had 5,746 likes. Pretty good numbers. Okay, so this, okay, this is two construction <laughs> workers. <laughs> this is pretty good. It's really uh, good. Two construction workers standing at a construction site next to Heathcliff. There's a stand, sign in front of the, the construction workers that says men working. And then there's a sign in front of Heathcliff that says cat chilling. And one of the <laughs> workers is saying, we're required to display both signs. So I get I get why that one was liked so many times. It's a good one. Yeah, this is really good. I also want to point out the cat chilling sign is a little bit smaller than the men working sign, which is funny to me. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is great simple i get the joke chilling is a great word you know 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Heathcliff is. The expression on his face and his posture is matches that. I love the idea that they were required to display both signs too. That's a great caption. Sometimes the captions aren't great. This one I think is a great one. <laughs> why are they? Why would they be required to display both signs? <laughs> hey man, it's a it's a government bur- bureaucracy Ugh, again. You know, Jesus. Um, okay, this so this one is from September 9th, twenty two, and it had uh, fifty one hundred forty eight likes, um, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> Heathcliff walking down uh this the sidewalk carrying a sign that says it's me and the birds are in the the tree and they're saying one of them says it's him this is just a classic of the form i mean this this is simply just a a good if you if i wanted to show somebody who never knew nothing about heathcliff and wanted to get an understanding of what heathcliff is like i would show them this one you know bizarre um abstract nonsense it's why we love heathcliff it's why we love heathcliff he's got the smug little look on his face he does always look smug right yeah but but it's it's a smug that feels right you know i'm not bothered by it no yeah i mean he's a cute little cat a cute little cat can let's look smug cats Um, are smug all right from august 23rd 2022 this one had 4987 likes uh, let's see what this one is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is good. So Heathcliff is walking over to a blank canvas with a <laughs> with a uh, uh, what do you a palette with, with paint on it and, yeah, and uh, an, an, an artist's palette. Yes. Yeah. And he's got a helmet on that says nudes, <laughs> and in the background. Uh, Grandma Nutmeg is saying, I preferred when he did landscapes. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I almost don't believe, like, I see the nudes helmet, and I almost don't believe this was in a real Heathcliff, but I know it is because it was yeah. posted from at real Heathcliff. Exactly. <laughs> uh, That's a great one. I would give anything for a t shirt. Or something that ju- a sticker of Heathcliff wearing the nudes helmet. <laughs> you wouldn't want it's... just uh, the the pink shirt that says nudes on it. <laughs> no, I think I need the additional abstraction of Heathcliff wearing the helmet. So it's a little bit. It's not just me walking around with wearing a shirt that says nudes. Do you feel a little ripped off that the there's no there are no nudes on the canvas? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I would like for him to be mid. You know, we couldn't, we couldn't have like. I'm not saying you need to show nudity in the nation's newspaper, but you know, we could have, we could have him, you know, painting and having it not <laughs> finished. Uh, let's take a look at one more. I guess uh, from September. No, that's from 2021. From January 5th, 2022. This one had 4,773 likes. Mm, new look. year maybe something we can look forward to in oh, the yeah. next week oh and it's one of these <laughs> frog this is a common uh this is a recurring motif is uh heathcliff kissing a frog this and this one is split up into three panels within the single panel so that on the top there are two panels left is heathcliff kiss bending down to kiss the frog on the right side is a big poof bubble a big poof uh blast of air and underneath it, Heathcliff has now turned into a frog. 
So kind of a subverting, subverting the uh, kissing the frog narrative. Yeah, Usually the frog and no caption turns on into, this one. No, no caption either. Yeah. Uh, I do like this that one, Heath, though, apparently. Heathcliff, uh, frog Heathcliff still has his little stripes on it. Which is still funny. orange, too. Still orange. Still still orange. And then I also like that the frog that he kissed has a little bit of a smirk on his face. <laughs> a, a bit of a Mona Lisa smile uh, oh, yeah. on, on his face here. Because um, he's just like, yeah, I got great. I got a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but So this suggests that Heathcliff was some sort of frog prince that got bewitched and turned into a cat and now kissing this frog princess perhaps has turned him back into the frog that he always was well i don't know because the whole frog it's the the princess or the prince the prince is the frog that gets kissed yes Right, so in theory, if this were matching one to one with the classic fable, then Heathcliff would kiss this frog, and the frog would turn into uh, a beautiful princess cat. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, so you could almost read it as Heathcliff is thinking like, because we don't see the panel before where Heathcliff makes the decision to kiss the frog. You don't see him rubbing his hands together. <laughs> And going, oh boy, I'm about to turn this frog back into a hot cat. <laughs> and then he does it, and then the look, but the look on his face, on Frog Heathcliff's face, sort of reads as like, well, that's not what I expected to happen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's it's a it's a thinker. <laughs> I feel like it got this many likes because it's. I mean, I, there is a joke to it. It's and it's kind of subverts. What uh, the typical Princess and the Frog narrative? It's it's a good one. What can I say? Well, Kyle, I thought we we would be going shorter because there are only two of us today, but we went pretty long. Doesn't matter though. That's fine. We can go long. This is roughly, you know, how long? Yeah, the podcast about is. normal it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also, I feel like lately I've been rushing through the show. I've been uh, talking fast for me probably mm. about the normal speed for for anyone else but uh <laughs> today i slowed thing i try to slow things down try to take my time i i don't think it was necessarily a better choice but <laughs> <laughs> it was a choice i <laughs> that i made and you know, I, I as as long as you're doing a post mortem, I, I you know I didn't really notice much <laughs> of a, a difference in the delivery. Okay, I just felt like the same confident, you know, uh, steady hand that you always are. Oh wow, you're sweet to say that. I mean, uh, it's, I, I'm not being sweet. I'm just telling the truth here. <laughs> well, and Kyle, as long as we are uh, complimenting each other. Uh, <laughs> You, you you tossed out some some very funny observations and uh some some solid uh jokes and it was a pleasure recording this episode with you. Oh, thanks buddy. It's always a pleasure <laughs> and I'm looking forward to many more. Yeah. In and the new year in 2023. That's right. Well, so we'll, hey, we'll see you next year.
Right. Yeah, we'll see you next year. That's always a good, that's always a great good joke, joke around okay. the office, you know? Uh-huh. Well, oh, I'm going to put my away message up over the weekend, my Slack away message. I'm going to do that. I'm going to see you next year. Hey, hey, don't message me until the new year. And Kyle, can you please uh, plug the podcast in your Slack away message? Oh, absolutely. Yes. A hundred, a hundred percent. I will be messaging the IT department to see if we can get a custom Heathcliff uh, emoji. A nudes emoji? A, a Heathcliff nudes helmet emoji that I can use in the, in the workplace. Hey, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>